Welcome back to the broadcast. I'm Pastor Vance Mansfield, and this is Faith Over Fear. We're going to talk today about the ministry of reconciliation. There are a lot of things that we could claim that we have a ministry in, but this is one thing particularly that the Bible speaks about that we have a ministry in. So, if you're studying with the Bible with us, turn to 2 Corinthians chapter 5 and verse 11. 2 Corinthians chapter 5 verse 11, knowing therefore the terror of the Lord. Well, that's scary. I think we need to stop here for a moment. Knowing the terror of the Lord. Now, yes, the word terror can mean fright and afraid or fear. But the Bible said that God is not a spirit of fear, but of love and of peace and a sound mind. So if God is not a spirit of fear, then why would he want us to be in fright and terror of him? He doesn't. Thayer defined that as reverence for one's husband. Now it makes sense to us because we are the bride. We are his wife. We are the church. We are what he came back for. So knowing, therefore, the reverence to the husbandman or our husband, the Lord, because we take on the feminine in this application. Years ago, I was preaching at a church, and one of the ladies, and she really meant this, she wanted to know, when the Bible said, called, it would speak to the men, and how we are sons of God, she said, how can I be a son of God when I'm a woman? And I said, the same way that I can be a wife when I'm a man. It's uh, it's oh, like parabolic, okay? We're... You're, you're neither male nor female in God. It's one takes the masculine role and one takes the feminine. So therefore, knowing therefore the reverence of our husband, the Lord, we persuade men, but we are made manifest unto God. What does that word mean, made manifest? It is defined in the Greek as to render apparent, appear, to manifestly declare, to show. We are made manifest unto God. And I trust also are made manifest in your conscience. Now, what is conscience? It was defined as the co-perception or consciousness, consciousness, excuse me, uh, to see. For we commend not ourselves again unto you, but give you occasion to glory on our behalf. So let's look at that again. We commend not ourselves again unto you, 
but give you occasion to glory on our behalf that you may have somewhat to answer them which glory in appearance and not in heart. Okay? For whether we be beside ourselves... Now, this verse is kind of funny. Watch this. 2 Corinthians 5.13. For whether we be beside ourselves, it is to God. Or whether we be sober, it is for your cause. <laughs> so, <laughs> I just kind of... I read that a while back, and that kind of struck me funny. Like, we read over things so serious all the time that, like, you can't really catch what's happening here. We lose sight that these people were human. If we, whether we be beside ourselves, it is to God, or whether we be sober, it is for you. Uh, and the word, the uh, phrase here, beside ourselves, whether we be beside ourselves, um, is to stand out of wits, uh, to astound, become astounded, to throw out of position, to displace, to amaze, to astonish, to throw into wonderment, uh, be out of one's mind, be beside oneself. It is to God, and whether we be sober, it is for your cause. For the love of Christ constraineth us because we thus judge, now look what we judge, or look what they judged, that if one died for all, then we are all dead. This is where the church is missing it. Don't get tangled up in that nonsense of religious babble. Look at this. If one died for all, then we are all dead. If one died for all, then we are all dead. Okay. Let's stop here for a moment. If we are dead, and the Bible said that we would never die, right? So there are some people that are confused about this. So let me let me take a pause here. And for those of you that are confused, I want to try to help you. We are dead to the flesh. We are dead to the soul nature. That's what they're saying. If one died, then we're all dead. Because by one man's resurrection, we're all resurrected. See, we're resurrected with him. When he was raised, when he was resurrected, those that were dead arose with him. And when we move into that, when we move into him, then we become dead to ourselves and he resurrects us with him. This is not something that I'm waiting to happen in the future. This is something that has already happened for me. And there are many of you that it has already happened for. And sure, there are some of you that are listening that it's going to happen for. You're hearing this for the first time. You didn't even know you could be resurrected. See, we are buried with him in baptism. And we did a we did a teaching on baptism and being baptized into his spirit. See, that's the ultimate baptism. That's the only thing that can truly bury you is his spirit. Because when you go down in water, it's symbolic, it's ceremonial to what's actually happening. Uh you go down in water, you just come up wet. 
right? You you got a rat in your hand and you dunk it in water, it's, it just comes up a wet rat. But when the Spirit of God overtakes you, then it can burn out and kill off the what's called or what we call the flesh nature or the soul nature. And you have totally got to die to that nature. So we're all dead and that he died for all that they which live should not hereafter. That's what the word henceforth means is from hereafter live unto themselves, but unto him which died for them and rose again. Wherefore from hereafter, know we no man after the flesh. Look at this. Now this is important and we're going to bring this back up in a study that we've got coming up. We're going to be doing a study, uh, a series real soon on the second coming, but uh, I may just go ahead and, and kind of blow the hype out of that. Wherefore, henceforth, we know man, no man after the flesh. Yea, though we have, or yes, though we have known Christ after the flesh, yet now and hereafter, we will never know him again after the flesh. So the flesh image that everyone has in their head of what he looks like is not how he's going to return. And I've said it probably a thousand times. You will never get to put your finger in a hole in his hand. Ever. Because I'm going to tell you, that beat up flesh body is not there. It doesn't look like that. It's not there. He was a spirit. He is a spirit. Those that worship him must worship him in spirit. Okay? That spirit is what is dwelling in us. We have known him after the flesh, or they have. We haven't. We've never seen him after the flesh. If uh, any of you have ever seen him in the flesh, you, you looked at the congregation of believers that we call the church, the called out ones, that is his body. That's his flesh now. You are his flesh. So we have known him after the flesh, but from here on after, we'll never know him after the flesh again. We're only going to know him after the spirit. Verse 17. Therefore, if any man be in Christ, here it is, he is a new creature. You see that? He is a new creature. Old things are passed away. Behold, all things are become new. This is where your heaven and your earth pass away. Right here in this verse. If any man be in Christ... He's a new creature for old things are passed away and behold, all things are become new and all things. Look at this verse 18. All things are of God. Oh my God. What did you just say? All things are of God. I didn't write this. I'm just reading it just for the record. 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verse 18 in the King James Bible that everyone supports. If I'd read this out of another translation, they would hang me upside down and crucify me. That's why I read out of the King James, just for the sake of those people. So 
If you don't believe this, read it yourself. 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verse 18. All things are of God. Look at this. Who has reconciled us to himself by Jesus Christ and hath given to us, here it is, the ministry of reconciliation and has given us the ministry of reconciliation. Now, what is reconciliation? It's defined in the Greek as an exchange. Figuratively, an adjustment. That is restoration to the divine favor, atonement. So reconciliation is where we are exchanged back to God. So let me explain this. Let me explain why we had to be reconciled, first of all. Before the beginning, that we read in the beginning, before that time frame, you were contained in God. You were in him. And while you were in him, you were part of the congregation that said, let us make. You were in the part of that congregation that said, let there be. You were contained in him. And the darkness that was upon the face of the deep was the darkness that was upon the face of humanity. Okay? This is where God created the plan to bring us back to him because Satan was cast out of heaven. Right? Where was he cast to? The earth. What is the earth? It's the inhabitants. The, the dirt means nothing. It's the inhabitants. So that's where he was cast to, and that became his kingdom. Well, Jesus came along and kind of uh, just destroyed his kingdom. Okay? Now, there are a lot of people who are trying to help him build that thing back. We are building the kingdom of God. They are building the kingdom of darkness. We're in the kingdom of light. Jesus came and restored us back to him, back to the sons of God, back to what was called the son of God, back to what Adam had when he was in what is called the garden of God, the protection of God, the fence that God had around him. That's what we had to be reconciled back to God. Verse 19, to wit that God was in Christ reconciling the world unto himself. Look at this, not imputing. What does the word imputing mean? The word imputing is defined in the Greek as not to, as to take an inventory or to estimate. Uh, reason, reckon, suppose, to count to take into account, not taking into account, not totaling up their trespasses, 
unto them and hath committed unto us the word of reconciliation. Now then, we are ambassadors for Christ. What is an ambassador? That is a representative. Uh, An ambassador goes and represents, like if an ambassador of the United States goes to another country, they are representing the United States. They are the embodiment of the United States. They go with the power of the United States. Okay, we are ambassadors of Christ. As though God did beseech you by us, we pray you in Christ's stead that you be reconciled to God. For he hath made him to be sin for us who knew no sin, that we might be made the righteousness of God in him. Now that's a mouthful. Let me go back to verse 20. And I'll read 20 and 21 again. Now that we are representatives of Christ, we are Christ. He's in us. So we are his flesh embodiment. As though God did beg you by us, we pray or we ask of you in Christ's stead that you be reconciled to God. And that's exactly what this ministry is doing on these broadcasts. We are asking you to be reconciled back to God because many of you have been wounded. Many of you have been hurt. Many of you have been run out of church and many of you just don't even believe in God. Uh, So we are asking you to be reconciled back to God. Don't blame God for all of those things that happened to you. Don't blame God because your church uh, was whatever it was, or don't blame God because your pastor was an idiot. It's not God's fault that people are stupid. Okay. We're stupid sometimes. We act stupid. We say stupid things. We do stupid things. So don't don't blame God because uh, we the, the people haven't overcome their flesh yet. Instead, be reconciled because he made him sin who knew no sin for us. And the reason he did that is so that we could be the righteousness of God in him. And that's where our righteousness comes from, is in him. It's not in our works. It's not in what we can do. It's not in what we have done. It's all in him because he reconciled us back into him. We pray that this was a blessing to you. If you have any questions concerning this, please write to us. Check us out on facebook.com forward slash Vance Mansfield Ministries. We also started a brand new group. Uh, Faith Over Fear with Pastor Vance Mansfield. It's just the name of the broadcast is what we named the group so that it would be easy for you to find. You can communicate with us in the group. You can ask us questions in the group. We'll respond to you. We're posting uh, podcasts in there. We're posting uh, video broadcasts in there. So check us out on YouTube. Be sure to subscribe to our channel. Hit the bell so you can get notified uh, when we're doing something, when we load something, or when we're live. Uh, we don't uh, we don't load a whole lot of things at one time, so you won't be blown up by it. Uh, so be sure to subscribe to our YouTube channel and check out our website, PastorVanceMansfield.com. We're also on Twitter and on Instagram. Look us up, follow us, communicate with us. We look forward to hearing from you. Uh, and until the next time, God bless you.